0: today. I'm Walt Thiessen here with Ioana Thiessen and Louis Souza. Today is Monday, March the 16th, 2020. It's 4 p.m. New York time, wherever you are in the world. Thank you for joining us for another episode of LOA Today, your Daily Dose of Happy. And uh, we are happily off to our second straight week here of being three instead of two. And uh, last week we ended up the show with a little bit of a challenge going in each direction. Who's going to be able to uh, keep up with the other one? We will have to wait and see. It's going to play itself out today. <laughs> and uh, Yvonne, you actually sent me a text message before the show. Actually, I think you sent it to me yesterday about a, an idea for a topic. It sounded like a good one, but Louis doesn't know about it. So why don't you tell Louie what uh, topic you had in mind, and we'll just kind of go from there.
1: Okay. So I thought in light of everything that's happening – that it'd be good to talk about our wonderful immune system and ways that we can enhance and strengthen and boost our immune system so that ah. we can feel better about, you know, dealing with the current situation.
0: And Louie was teasing me before the show. He says, uh, said something like, uh, you don't sound so good. And I said, I feel fine. He says, you mean you don't have the virus? I said, no. Yeah. He says, I got to find somebody who has the virus. <laughs> Louis can always be counted on to have a different perspective. He wants to. He wants to find exactly what it is that he doesn't want before he goes to what he does want. He's very consistent about that.
1: Okay, <laughs> I, I'm curious about what's going on in his part of the world as far as the virus is concerned.
2: Well, Eng- England doesn't have a huge amount of um, statistics. I see. Uh, because they they 're saying to you if you 've got a cold, stay at home, isolate, and don't tell anybody well I mean you know <laughs> don't go to the doctor and get a swab and find out if you 've got it or if you haven 't got it, so you uh, know there could be a lot of people that have it that aren 't on you know on any statistics so, right right mm. we We're so, also still going to work and still going to school. oh really,
1: everything. oh okay, everything's going on as normal,
2: but we're guessing that that'll change soon
1: I see. Have they actually reported any actual um, persons infected?
2: Um, one person in my area, which has got 320,000 people. So, um, <laughs> no, there's 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 not many, no. Okay. Um, yeah. It's very, very low at the moment. I see.
0: By the way, there was some really great news that came out of China where this originated. The province where it originated is no longer experiencing an emergency. The last... Uh, Period. They had a, a grand total of eleven new cases, so they were celebrating over there because it means yeah, they've had a
2: massive reduction on new cases. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For them, the the, the crisis is passed.
1: It's over. A, yes, <laughs> they're and, over. And they're that's over something I'll be, be.
0: That's something I'll be asking you about as we talk about the immune system because I have a I have a question about
1: uh-huh. how
0: it is that something like that ends so quickly.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. All right. All right. All right, so first, before we can talk about supporting the immune system, I thought i had i'd give a little biology lesson oh about, okay about the immune system okay and i i'll try not to uh, make it too involved.
0: everybody <laughs> uh, take out your notebooks <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh because I want to focus on one area of the immune system, specifically the adaptive immune system, right? Because that's the, the part of the immune system that responds to viral infection, but it's not the only part of the immune system, right? We have the innate immune system. That's the one that is very general. It's what we're born with and everybody has, and it de- deals with very non-specific type of um, breaches in our system, um, it, you know, involves from physical things like our skin and, you know, the um, uh, fillers in our nose and our respiratory tracts. So they kind of, it's part of a physical defense. And then beyond that, we have, Um, you know, the the white blood cells, the the natural killer cells, the phagocytes, the sinophils, all that kind of stuff. And those are very general. And they're, you know, supposedly always circulating in our system. And when we talk about ways to enhance um, immune system, we can talk about how to increase the quality and quantity of those. So that's um, part of the innate system. But the adaptive immune system or the acquired immune system, that's the one that is actually involved in the very specific response to viral infections because um, you know we know that these viruses, they mutate all the time. So they present as very different. And so part of what the immune system does is first to recognize these cells as being different from our cells and recognize them as harmful and to launch an immune response to, to the virus so that it can be destroyed and not cause too much harm. And and so within the innate system, there are two types of cells, and you probably have heard about them, the T cells and the B cells, right? And the B cells, you know, so all our, our blood cells, including our white blood cells, they originate in the bone marrow. Our bone marrow is where all our cells are made. So that's like ground zero as far as immunity is concerned. And so we have these... B cells and T cells and the B cells, um, you know, they, they called B because of the bone marrow. The T cells also originate in the bone marrow, but they migrate to the thymus, the thymus where they, um, you know, kind of stay, hang out until needed. And so Mm -hmm. that's why they call it T cells. So what the B cells do is they have, um, these receptors, feelers on the surface of of the cells And we have an enormous amount, I'm talking, you know, millions of these cells because each one has a very specific receptor type um, antigen uh, uh, antibody that can recognize antigens, recognize the structure of the virus. So the the virus, they have to be identified first. They have to be tagged as the bad (laughs) guy. (laughs) And so that's what the B cell does. The B cell tags them. And, you know, says, you know, this guy, he needs to get out. He needs to be destroyed. And then the T cells, they come along and they do all of, you know, the other stuff in terms of um, causing the, you know, engulfing the virus, um, breaking it down, destroying it with, with um, you know, ra- free radicals and all the other um, chemicals that these cells can produce. And so that's um, a very, very condensed version of the immune system
0: louie so, all i gotta say is i'm so glad that we don't have to actually do this consciously i mean, like, <laughs> I
1: mean
0: this would be insane if we tried to exact. do this
1: oh my god yes it's because <laughs> the details are so um complicated but it's so beautiful how complicated it is you know it's like it is you yeah know,
2: there see? is a beauty in that
1: it is mm. it's really um amazing those b cells are, are they are something to be studied in fact people are trying desperately scientists are trying to figure out exactly how they work because they feel that if they could understand better how these cells work then they can develop better vaccines and um, other type of immuno um, uh, medicines for cancer and all that kind of stuff but that's the immune system so now enhancing our immune system so the first thing we're going can, to talk can can
2: we go into something else just quickly um, sure. i wanted to understand the um you know when you've gotten an, an autoimmune disease, uh-huh. what is happening there? Why why isn't the immune system recognizing this as bad?
1: Right. Why is it so being... so part of the development of the B cells, remember they are produced in the bone marrow, and in the bone marrow, so they start off as these um, stem cell, very um, undifferentiated cells, and then they differentiate, and it's it's based on uh, an exposure to different um, virus, different par- antigens, different particles that cause the sequential development of these cells. And in the development of these cells, there's a process where the cells that don't function properly are supposed to be destroyed. So cells that are not recognizing, you know, the bad guys and, and confusing your cells with the bad guys, they are supposed to be destroyed in the natural normal process. And when that process gets um, compromised, that's what you have with um, autoimmunity. And even allergies is the is same uh, kind of mechanism where the cells are recognizing what should be a very harmless um, substance as being harmful and launching an immune attack. So with the same thing, Um, As far as your immune cells are concerned, you know, part of the function of the immune system is self-regulatory in terms of not being too low or not being too high. With autoimmunity, it's your immune, you know, gone rogue kind of thing. It's, you know, doing what it's not supposed to do.
2: It's, um, I just bring that up because my mother died of rheumatoid arthritis, which killed her over 20 years. Mm. And when you come to understand that the body's attacking itself, you, you kind of wonder what's going on mentally behind it all, you know?
1: Yeah. You know, interestingly, when it comes to <coughs> autoimmune, like you're saying, like it, there is a very um, large part of it that is psychosomatic. And, and I'm not saying people are making up this disease. The fact is that Uh, stress, and we'll talk about that, stress is a very strong, uh, uh, how should I say, Uh, it it dampens the immune system such that it's not um, regulating itself properly, right, so when when you're stressed out, um, you are activating the sympathetic nervous system, and that causes this low-grade immune response, immune response shouldn't be low-grade, it should be on-off, you know, Respond acutely and then go away until something happens. But because of stress or it could be other types of circulating toxins, other issues that cause the immune system to be constantly turned on all the time and then cause them to, you know, the immune cells to start attacking your body's own cells. So that's part of the problem. But, you know, there are things that can be done both conventionally and otherwise.
0: So I guess stress then becomes part of the answer, the specific answer to your question, because you were asking about the mental side of it. And obviously that's going to be one piece of the mental side. Are there other mental pieces besides stress?
1: Um, Well, you know, they're all related, like um, anxiety and depression and and all those kinds of stuff can cause a a major, um, you know, dampening of your immune system, essentially, and, and there are a number of factors involved. Like I said, it activates the sympathetic nervous system, which causes a cascade of events, um, but it also weakens the, the function of these specific cells, you know, like the, the white blood cells, the lymphocytes, the T cells, right? They have very specific jobs that they're supposed to do. Go recognize virus, recognize other things, label them, target them them for destruction other white cells come along and destroy that and and we and we're seeing that stress and things like you know sugar and, and other toxins actually cause these cells not to function like they just become comatose and they don't recognize the dangers and they start doing crazy things like tag, targeting normal cells and causing all kinds of problems
0: who knew that sugar was going to actually attack me in ways i didn't think you didn't yeah. expect
1: yes <laughs> Yes I, mean, yes.
0: I mean, I have an intuitive sense and I, I know Louis has more than an intuitive sense about how you, I mean, most of us who've ever taken in any kind of sugar product, you can feel it. You know what the result is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fairly obvious if you pay attention to it. If you're not paying attention, I guess you'll, you'll miss the signals, but uh, you know, you feel tired. You have that, that uh, sugars roller coaster thing where you're all of a sudden you're high and then you're ready to fall asleep. And mm-hmm. you no, know, so, so you experience stuff like that, but like, my, my goodness, you never really realize that it's doing damage inside. We certainly never hear about that. The FDA has not allowed it yet, so, you know.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of research out there specifically with um, sugar. You know, there's one experiment where they administered 100 grams of sugar in water. I would, I don't know how people can drink that. Um, <laughs> And so they measured the activity of the the white blood cells before the administration of the sugar and then after the administration of the sugar. And they saw an actual decrease in the activity of the white blood cells lasting for a couple of hours. After Mm. a few hours, they recovered. (laughs) But yeah, for a few hours, they were just not doing their jobs.
0: Well, they they probably could have simplified things. You just handed them a Coke. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it, would <have> been, <laughs> it would have been maybe not quite as accurate in terms of the measurement, but, you know. Well,
1: there's so, much, so <laughs> other things in the Coke that may have <laughs> compromised the experiment. But, but yeah, that, that's just one of them. You know, there there's a, a lot of other experiments that have been done in terms of um, how there was this one experiment where um, these uh, the subjects were... I think, I'm not sure if they were dealing with a disease or not, but they put them, they put, they divided them into two groups and one they put on a very low sugar diet and the other they put on a, a high sugar diet. And sure enough, what they found was that, oh yeah, so they did have cancer and they saw that um, the ca- cancer cells were being starved of energy and, and they were dying much more quickly because of course cancer cells are are much. More susceptible to, um, much less susceptible to harsh conditions, especially lack of energy. And so they saw that, yes, there was a decrease in the cancer cells, reduction in the tumors as, and as far as depleting sugar content in the diet is concerned.
0: Wow okay so let's, uh, let's let's bring this all up to uh, up to date with this coronavirus that's yes, been yes, 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 driving yes. the world crazy how does that all tie in now
1: right so so there are things we can do to um, you know boost our immune system in the absence of the disease to reduce the chances that we do succumb to the infection and, and if we do to actually speed up our recovery and it be in that 80 um, something percent uh, uh, group who actually may get the disease and, and have little to no symptoms at all. So um, just as way of uh, bullet points, exercise, diet, de-stress, sleep. <laughs> Those are the four main things. <laughs> And so we'll talk about exercise. Exercise is like one of my favorite things, of course, um, mm-hmm. that helps with...
0: I, yeah. I can attest to that, by the way. Yeah. To, in January, I mean, you and my brother are exercise-aholics. So,
1: yes, yeah. yes, we love it. It's, you know, it's our drug of choice.
2: <laughs> you love hitting yourself.
1: Yes, yes, I do love I love hitting myself. <laughs> I take a hit like three times a week. <laughs> but... Um, So one of the things that uh, exercise does, of course, is increase your circulation, increase your blood circulation. So it's going to cause the blood to, you know, go where there might be possible infections, pathogens lying. And of course, you know, that's the blood is going to bring um, all the white blood cells is going to help fight the disease. It also increases the circulation of the lymphatic um, system. That's the one that doesn't get That's like the stepchild the step circulation that doesn't get uh, enough attention. And here's the thing with the blood system, we have the heart that pumps the blood through the system. And then it comes back around and gets, you know, um, oxygenated and all that and and keeps the cycle going throughout our body. The, The heart does that. But with our lymphatic system, there's no heart, there's no pump. So only when we move, it moves. I shouldn't say only, but moving our movement is what helps, um, you know, make, keep that, uh, lymphatic system circulating. And remember, um, all, the B cells and the T cells that I talked about, they are in our lymphatic system. That's where they exist. And in order for them to get from the lymphatic tissues, you know, lymph glands down to the lungs or wherever they might be needed, exercise is what helps that. So ex- in fact, some people say that the the calf muscles are the heart of the lymphatic system so that's why walking and running and and those kinds of exercise really help um, increase lymphatic circulation Um, the other thing that that white blood exercise does is shows that it helps to increase the quality and the quantity of your white blood cells in general and they had done this experiment, um, you know, because some people were kind of, uh, you know, not not convinced about that because there was some conf- conflicting evidence. They had done some experiments and they showed that in some people their white blood cell count went up and in others it actually went down. But someone else repeated the experiment and what they did was instead of just measuring the white blood cells um, concentration in the blood, they actually measured it in The tissues and in the organs, pre-exercise and post-exercise. And what they showed was in in the instances where the white blood cell count went down in the blood, it went up in the tissues and in the organs where it's actually needed.
0: So basically proof positive that the exercise is actually doing what you hope it would do that it would help you be stronger, have a stronger immune system, fight off disease, be healthier, all that kind of stuff. Right,
1: and get which, the blood where it needs to go. Yeah. yeah exactly.
0: Which which yeah. which makes sense. I mean, I mean, how long have have various authorities been touting the powers and benefits of exercise? It's been going on for, you know, decades, generations.
1: Yes, absolutely. So, yeah. All right, so now we can talk about diet, right? Um and specifically, the vitamins and the antioxidants and, you know, all that good stuff. Um, so I want to touch on vitamin C. Vitamin C, we know, is a very potent antioxidant. And what that means is when we have just normal um, cellular function, metabolism is taking place in our cells. It's. It, Using energy, but it produces some waste material, these free radicals, oxygen radicals, and they are harmful. they can cause damage if they are left to um, pile up as far as build up in the concentration and so antioxidants are the things that neutralize and get rid of those free radicals, and vitamin C is a potent um, antioxidants. So, so these free radicals are also known as oxidants and that, and vitamin C is an antioxidant. So, and when, when white blood cells are doing their work, one of the things that they do is they produce a lot of these free radicals because some of, some of them actually use the free radicals to destroy the virus. So you don't want that to build up in the system because that puts extra strain on the immune system. So vitamin C helps to um, mitigate that, to, to neutralize those antioxidants. Also, vitamin D, what, what the research has shown is that um, these white blood cells have receptors on the surface of them, their cells for vitamin D. So somehow they need vitamin D. They take in vitamin D to help them um, function uh, normally. And so when in the absence or, or in a vitamin D deficiency, research has shown that the immune system um, function is actually significantly reduced. And interestingly, going back to Louise's question, they found that there's, um, as far as people with autoimmune deficiencies are concerned, a uh, much larger percentage of them than normal have low levels of vitamin D. So mm-hmm. it's involved in autoimmune diseases and regulating of the immune system to keep it not too low and not too high kind of thing. Okay. Um, the other thing is uh, sleep. So we all know we need sleep. But it's very important for our immune system because during sleep is when the body, um, of course, restores itself, heals itself, cleans itself. Um, one of the things that happens during sleep, you, your, your production of cortisol and all the stress hormones go down. And that allows the immune system to work more efficiently because those those um, hormones and neurotransmitters they interfere with the function of the immune system. So sleep brings them down and allows the immune system to do its work. You know, clean out all the gunk. You know, the cells have been working all day and kind of get rid of some of the stuff and kind of channel it to the organs of. That, that can remove it from the body um, when, when we wake up. So sleep is a very important. You know, that's one of the reasons why once, when you get sick, one of the things you want to do is sleep because that's what the body needs to help it recover because it wants to conserve energy from doing all the other regular thing and use the energy specifically to um, deal with the infection or whatever the injury is and then um, help, help the body heal itself. And finally, the the stress. There's a stress factor. We kind of touched on that a little bit. Um, we know that when you're stressed, you have a lot of these same stress hormones, cortisol and, and adrenaline, going through your system, and they can get to levels almost toxic, or or if not toxic, chronic levels. You know, those those chemicals. They are important, but you know, they should go up and go down very quickly. They should not stay around for a long time because when they do, again, the immune system tends to go into that low-grade, constant chronic response. And then if you have a system that is supposed to be responding acutely, if it's responding chronically, it's depleting its resources so that when something really um, severe happens, it's unable to respond um properly and so that's why it's important to to have you know periods of calm and 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 to activate the parasympathetic what however that whatever that means to you whether it's yoga or breathing or even exercise for some people um or you know just Spending time with loved one, being grateful, whatever that means in terms of activating the sympathetic the parasympathetic nervous system. That's important in strengthening the immune system. So So okay. let's see
0: if we can take a moment to kind of tie together what I mean, you've given us the, the, the basics on the, the four factors that you're telling us are involved. The the mm-hmm. food, the exercise, the diet. Uh, food, I'm sorry, the food, which is the diet, the exercise, stress levels, and I forget what the sleep, one was. sleep, sleep, sleep. Oh, yes. How could I forget sleep? One of my favorite <laughs> things. Um, so, okay. So there's the physiological side of it. Now, Louie, let's go over to what we might call the, I don't know, the spiritual side or the source energy side and what Abraham Hicks tells us. So can you do a quick review? What does Abraham Hicks tell us about um, staying healthy, dealing with illness, that kind of thing, and kind of like a, a, a quick package?
2: Well, the important thing to understand is we create our own reality. So what does that mean? It means, first of all, that we're taught that inside each one of us, we have the power that creates worlds. So now we create our own reality. We've got the power that creates worlds inside us now from an Abraham hicks perspective and a law of attraction perspective you now understand that you're at a place where you have access to all the power and energy you could ever need if you have no resistance so we're looking at the point that we've been bringing up about the immune system and stress and etc so all the stress aspects will be cutting us off from the power that creates worlds. Now, if we remove those, when all the suggestions that we've been given now, then you lower that, then you can access the power because you're now opening the channel to this power that creates worlds. So. To me, I always bring it down to the basics, and I'm only looking at it from that point of view. I used to study everything that Iona has been talking about, the HIRT, the exercise, the sleep, and I went into all these things in great depth. Now, I'm only looking at it from a very, very simplistic point of view, and I'm not specifically worried about all the other ones. So the interesting thing that Abram Hicks teaches about sleep as well is that, When you sleep, you're now, whatever level you go to sleep on, you're fixing your vibration at a certain level and you're keeping it through the whole night. And uh, so if you go to sleep on a high level of happiness or contentment, etc., you will go to sleep and you will keep that level and you'll wake up at that same level, which is very interesting. So it's now putting the mind in like neutral for the period that you sleep. Um, And that is what has always given us the ability to start regenerating ourselves, not because it's positive or negative, but because it's neutral and because we're not thinking negative thoughts anymore, we're now not stressing ourselves or stressing the body um, and harming ourselves um, health wise. So to me, once you've looked at it from that basis and it's a very simplistic basis, um, and you just keep that in mind. You start looking for things that <clears throat> will release, uh, give you relief and release from stress and tension and all that kind of thing so that you can tap into that power that is within each one of us. And that is what I'm always looking at. Um, all this other information has now become vastly superfluous in my life. <laughs> um, it's it, it's on a level that some people get really fascinated with, but it's on a level that I used to be fascinated with. But now it's been completely removed, replaced by a very simplistic philosophy that covers all of it, completely and totally. And uh, it's, it's just great because I'm now having less factors to worry about. Um, I've got simplistic things that I can do to get myself into a health and well uh, a wellness position and I love the guy that created the whole term the wellness revolution what was his name again um, he wrote the book The Wellness Revolution um, it was just fantastic he he got the idea that there was all the sickness and all the rest of it on the one side and there was wellness on the other because he didn't know what other term to use and it was it's a brilliant term it's a very apt term it's a very correct term um, and, uh, you know, if you're focusing on the wellness industry or your own wellness, rather than all the sicknesses and ailments and all the different problems, you, from a law of attraction point of view, you understand that you're going to be able to move forward and, and, and get the law of attraction of its own power to bring in more wellness to you. So, yeah, it, it becomes, um. Very different for me now when when I'm looking at all these things. As I say, I've got a huge amount of health and nutrition knowledge and you've seen I've hardly ever used any of it on my show. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> you know, it's just mind boggling how much I've I've been given over the years and I've studied and I've learned. But it's just been replaced. It's just there's no need for any of it anymore. And, and, and I, I suspect- love that. I love the simplicity of it all.
0: I suspect that part of the reason why it's been replaced is because I I think as you were going through your transition period, you were connecting together. You were saying, on the one hand, okay, here's what the physiological side is telling me. On the other hand, here's what Abraham is telling me. And I can piece things together. I can say, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, that connects to this. This connects to that. So if you guys are okay, I'd like to do that with what you guys have just said right here on the show. See how much we can connect these things together. So you laid out some stuff. Louis. you laid out some stuff. You heard what each other said. Where can we find the connections? Let's talk about those connections.
1: Well, I think one of the connections um, is back to, of course, the de-stress. That's like one of the obvious ones, because when you um, you uh, and I love to talk about the two, the autonomic nervous system, you had mentioned if we had to do this whole immune system thing. You know, thinking about it, it would be like crazy. But our forget about going to
0: work. Our entire day would be working on. Okay, I got to get myself healthy. Got to get myself right. healthy.
1: Exactly. Right. So we have this body that's doing this behind the scene without us even being aware of it. Right. So, but part of that system is the you know the autonomic and the parasympathetic. Right. I mean, the sympathetic and the parasympathetic. The sympathetic is you know the fight or flight or the you know the one that uh, gets us to go and respond and. And, and then the parasympathetic is the one that's supposed to calm us down and bring us back into uh, a sort of um, neutral place, as we as had mentioned. And so the thing is that as a result of our society, we spend so much time in the sympathetic nervous system part of that <laughs> that we have neglected. But like Louis was saying, if we can find ways to go back to and, and enhance and, and just focus more on the parasympathetic, there is an unlimited um, availability of energy and resources and, and help that, you know, that allow the body to do all the the wonderful things that it can do. It can, it can heal itself. It can take care of itself. It can, you know, do so many amazing things if it's allowed to. So I think that's kind of one of the connections for me. Okay.
0: So there's a good one, by the way, I also wanted to include something that uh, Josephine who's in our live stream Added, she added this actually quite a bit earlier on. Hi, but, Josephine. Hello, Josephine. She pointed out that, I'm not sure where the, what the source of this is, but there are 78,328 recoveries from the coronavirus so far and the amount of recoveries growing by the day. Yes. So, I mean, that, that happened. <laughs> you know, it, it didn't just happen miraculously. There was actually something that happened that led to it. You gave us a pretty good right. cool yes. grounding on that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, that, and, and like we were saying, the news media doesn't, report those numbers and so the focus is always well, on that the other side and so we, it doesn't
0: sell enough advertising that's the problem I mean, right. you know.
1: <laughs> basically so yeah if we one of the things we can do is keep that number in our mind whenever they start talking on cnn or whatever other news program you're looking at always remember the yeah, other; it's like 80 percent like i said 85 mm-hmm. percent um of, of the people who are recovering and doing wonderfully well. And now their immune system is actually stronger for that. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: So Louis, when you were, um, when you were the uh, nutrition and and health and energy and, and exercise guru, and you were making your transition, what were some of the early connections that you saw that's, that started making it easy for you to go over toward the, the simplistic Abraham approach?
2: Um. Well, once Abram Hicks brought in the ideas of you have inside you, you have the power that creates worlds, it really stopped me because I'd never heard that before from anybody. It's pretty rare. <laughs> and I sat there and I thought, there's a power that creates worlds inside me. What does this mean? My gosh, I hadn't really thought about this before. So inside me is a tremendous amount of power. Inside me now, I'm creating my reality from my power. Mm-hmm. You creating your reality from your power. Yeah. And the source power is linked, but we each have that. So I started to think, you know, um, you know, I still eat very well, very healthily. You know, I, I juiced my own juices today, so you've got the minerals and vitamins. You know, you drink it straight away as it comes out. And you don't lose the, the minerals and vitamins to the light and the, you, you know, and the heat and the oxygen, etc which destroys the vitamin C's, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've got all that knowledge just piled up, but I've taken the simplicity of everything. You know, we've got kale in the garden and we've got, um different fruits and veg and we throw them in the in the juicer and it's a slow juicer it's not a fast one so the fast one will burn off some of the minerals and vitamins etc so you know i've got like this huge amount of knowledge we used to teach people that the antioxidant was like if you cut an apple it goes brown that's oxidization but if you squeeze some lemon on it straight away it doesn't so you know that's vitamin c so you know that that's you know, we, I used to teach all the stuff in great depth and detail so that people understand how to clean away the rust in the body so that it didn't stress the body and all the things, you know. And you started realizing that stress just equals what you don't want. Pretty simple when you put it that way. <laughs> so now you can take all the different types of stress and lump them into what you don't want. Mm-hmm. Thoughts, and then they start and they are created about thoughts you don't want. That's it. It's nothing else. Nothing else, period. All stress is starts off with thoughts about what you don't want, which start manifesting physically in all shapes and sizes, uh, mentally and physically. So you start realizing, okay, So do I have to focus on all these things or can I just focus on what I do want and then the body and the mind and the thoughts and everything can start healing and fixing everything naturally without any effort at all. It's zero effort. Besides, you're now just focusing more on what you want, which if you think about it, there's no effort. When you're focusing what you want, you're excited and everything's flowing and there's more energy and it's just really, really nice. There's zero effort. There's no trying or pushing or hard or anything like that. So it's completely changed um, the whole way I look at health. And I can't even teach the old stuff anymore. I just <laughs> I just sit there and I, I'm i wasting my time. It's teach them the basics of the clear, you know, how it actually works um, in the simplistic way and get them to focus more on what they want. And it's so simple that it's difficult for people to grasp. So you know, it's like,
0: well, it's an interesting problem. I, I, it's a problem that I've seen with some of the LOA teachers who also have the scientific background. On the one hand, like, for instance, Dr. Joe Dispenza, that's somebody who comes to my mind, or Bruce Lipton or one of these guys. Um, they, On the one hand, they feel that it's very important to lay out uh, what is known scientifically, lay, lay out as much of that groundwork as they can because of the education value. In fact, that was a topic of conversation last Tuesday when we had one of Dr. Dispenza's team leaders, Kim Lee uh, Boda was on our show with uh, with Daniel and Alex and gave us a very good uh, idea of of why it was that she felt that the uh, the meditation technique and the overall approach that Dr. Dispenza has has produced such tremendous results. I mean, he has a long, long list of testimonials from people with dread diseases and so forth who have you know, just turned their lives around in some amazing, amazing ways so he you can see why he would come to that conclusion but on the other hand and i think this is where you're pointing to louis on the other hand you know simplicity makes things so much easier so so the question becomes where's the balance in there how much information do we need to have before we finally buy into the easy one and and abraham's kind of a good example of that because they give all these workshops they're constantly talking to people all around the world and they always say the same thing at every single workshop. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, they come in with the knowledge that we're going to, we know what all the questions are. People we're gonna get bored all. with Abram
2: Hicks. I can't listen <laughs> to them anymore. They just say the same thing again and again. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that quite often.
0: <laughs> so where's and the balance I, of this? There's got to be some balance in here somewhere. So, so well, this is where I, the balance I, I, comes. Uh, yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Go <laughs> ahead. You
0: want to be first.
1: Okay. Um, so two things. One is that, um, you know, with the, the knowledge and the information, I think that, you know, the whole idea is kind of ties it with the placebo. When you have new knowledge, it changes your belief system. And then that goes to something Alex, uh, Louie was talking
0: about. <laughs> Sorry, too many names, my fault. I know,
1: I know. Um, about how it's become so... Easy for him to simplify everything, and um, what I have found for me is that you know I, I have been exposed to LOA and um, incorporating incorporating it into my life for almost a decade. What I've learned over the years is that um, there's a part of us, you know, that he he talked about the part that is all, all powerful and and you know has all this potential and there's still that part of us, that programmed part of us that has a different uh, perspective, (laughs) whatever that perspective may be. Um, And so the idea is that, you know, there's so much different language used to describe it, but connecting that part of you, that ego or programmed or whatever it is to that Part of you that's also, um, you know, all powerful. That's where, um, you know, that's where the 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 information and the education comes in, right? Because I don't think that that is something that happens automatically. Yes, you you you're consciously aware of the information and you accept it on a conscious level, but on a, a, a what's I don't know. I always have trouble with. The subconscious, or the unconscious, or whatever people want.
0: <laughs> you and me both. I mean, I've done entire <laughs> weeks of shows trying to iron out those terms, so I'm totally simple.
1: <laughs> yeah, so there is a part that is still following a different program. You see, mm-hmm. and so that's where the education and and the practice and um, you know, some of the other things that we incorporate into our lives do because you know we have to recognize, yeah, that that we grew up in a society that basically taught us something completely different. So just knowing that that we have this powerful uh, entity within us is is not enough, at at least that's how I feel.
0: Okay. So, Louis, what were you going to say?
2: Well, I tried to separate source energy from who we are or some level of us and i don 't believe that 's at all possible. There is no ways any of us would exist in any shape or form without the the integration of a source energy. so as Abram constantly says at every new um, seminar they say you are you know they go through the little thing again and again and again, and I love it because it really is important concept you were non physical before you came to this physical universe. And in, in the non-physical perspective, you decided to play in the contrasting universe and you take on this time, space, reality body, which um, plays with the contrast and et cetera. So, you know, we are mostly non-physical and we're a little bit physical. Okay. And those two are always completely integrated. You can't have one without the other. They are one entity that is perceived by the time space reality physical mind that we are separate
1: i I don't, I don't believe we're I, I don't believe we're separate that's not what i'm saying
2: no I, that's I, fine
1: no cuz i you know the thing that's about the thing about the english language is that you know you have to use the same word for different meanings <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. is the
0: most difficult multivariate language on the planet so yes
1: <laughs> but the, i i mean i would like to uh you know there so they're, they're one there's no separation but there is something to the fact that there are people who are not uh in touch with connected to, to on the same wavelength of uh, maybe the receptors are, are more, i don't know what how to describe this right all i know is that, <laughs> that we have we have this uh part of us that is programmed to do, and that's the only word I can think of to act and to think and believe and do things. And, and this comes, you know, from a childhood all the way up. Right. And that is where, you know, and then as we come to understand now that there's this this new part of us, that's all powerful. It's the same. We're all the same, but activating that part. That's what, you know, that's where, you know, I'm afraid to use any term because it will not <laughs> completely explain what I'm thinking. <laughs> Maybe I should just draw it.
2: <laughs> that, that is the See, challenge. what I'm trying to point out here is that you can't activate it. It's always activated. It's impossible to deactivate it or to reactivate it. Or to connect so, with it. So, so the way Abram explains what, you're, what I'm guessing you're trying to point out is alignment.
1: Okay, yeah, maybe that's a good term.
2: <laughs> so what does alignment mean? Alignment means more in harmony with the power that creates worlds inside you, which means you're less stressed, you've got less problems, you're more focused on what you want, things are going well for you. That's what alignment's all about. Mm-hmm. So... Some people are more aligned than others. Not necessarily true. Different people are more aligned at different times. Okay. So it is a varying scale. It's not a fixed scale. Mm-hmm. So you're now not really worried about who's in alignment or who sees it or who doesn't or who's more spiritual, who's not spiritual. You're starting to focus on when am I more aligned and how can I become more aligned? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And the more in alignment you are, the more you can deal with this virus, mm-hmm. um, because you're in a in a place that can tap into the power that creates worlds mm-hmm. inside you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have all these medical terms and all the rest of it of our antioxidants and stress and autoimmune system, immune system, etc. So, you know, we've we've gone and made it very, very complicated for ourselves. But I found that, <laughs> that was that was harming my ability to clearly focus on where my power was.
0: It's an interesting point you're making because we do complicate things and the complication actually works for our benefit in many, many ways, but it also creates difficulties because the more, if we make it too complex, then we kind of bug out mentally and then we lose focus. And then now we're right back to, oh God, my wife, wife is terrible. And we're right back to where we started. So yeah. This is why I like this topic, and I don't want to spend the rest of the show on it, but this is one I want to revisit yes. um, over the weeks that come because trying to connect the all this, this body of knowledge with this new body that Abraham has given us and that other teachers have given us and, and see where the interconnections are, I think is how the two worlds kind of come together
1: yes, and become
0: one. Yes. And I don't mean that they're separate worlds. I mean that they are separate uh fields don't, of knowledge
1: don't well. use the word separate <laughs> no they, they are they're separate fields I'm just, of knowledge I'm just they're, kidding. they're different I'm just, just kidding
0: they, they, they really are um so anyway that's something to revisit something else i wanted to bring up though where okay. coronavirus was concerned okay um already they're seeing it in, in china i i kind of suspect i mean the uh, like you were pointing out you wanted the the data tends to come more about when things are going bad not when things are going good so there's Kind of a lack of data in some ways, mm-hmm. but I have this perception, and you tell me if I'm wrong. I have this perception that when these uh epidemics start and really grow, especially when they when they go fast like this because there's no prior uh resistance built up and mm-hmm. interesting that's another word to come back back to <laughs> they, resistance is used in two entirely different ways by the right, two the same word yes <laughs> same word, yes. <laughs> But there's this huge ramp up and then it reaches a peak and then it's almost like it falls off a cliff.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Like it just stops.
1: Right. Right. And,
0: and it doesn't really matter whether you're in place A or place B or place C. It's just kind of stopped.
1: Right. So so that's the thing. Right. It's the same as we were talking about with the immune system, because one of the things that um, uh, about the adaptive um, immune system is once you get exposed to the virus, you don't have to de- get the symptoms. You don't have to get infected. You're exposed to the virus. Your immune system goes it- to work and studies that virus very carefully. Mm-hmm. I mean, those B cells and their T cells, they go to school, they go to university and they have to take a test. <laughs> I <can't get> <laughs>
0: Do they, they get a degree? I'm curious. No.
1: <laughs> they get to live.
0: <laughs> they get to live. Oh, yes. <laughs> the ultimate diploma. <laughs> right.
1: No, but what happens is you build up this memory, as it were. That's the, one of the words I used to describe it. And so you now have immunity. That's the whole idea of vaccine. But this is a, a natural immunity. And so this immunity gets spread to everybody and after a while, you're no longer susceptible and the virus goes away, and then it they mutate and come back next year <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and I can understand what you're talking about there what i I think what I'm trying to point to is
1: mm-hmm.
0: it it seems like it can get to a point where it's almost as if the i don't know what how to call it it's not really unconscious but it's it's the non-conscious let's put it that way the, the the part of us that's not really paying attention the non-attentive part okay. the non-attentive part of the human race seems to reach a critical point where all of a sudden there is some mysterious not to be explained exchange of information everybody's got this information all at once even if they never got sick mm-hmm. even if they never actually touched the virus they everybody seems to get this this immunity all at once
1: right 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 I which see seems almost
0: miraculous yes you no know?
1: yeah it, it reminds me of that story um, it's very popular in LOA world about the, co- the the monkeys and the coconut.
2: Yes, right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly. So,
1: somehow the other monkeys learn how to you you know use the tool even on the other side know. of the world.
2: When when they're, I think they're talking about in UK, they they want people to get the virus because they want to they want to hit that herd immunity as they call it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, it's a very different. Um, way that the UK government is handling it to the whole of the rest of Europe.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, so it's it's quite interesting. I'm really, really interested because I have a feeling that the UK way is better <laughs> in my <Yeah>. mind. <laughs> I
1: wonder, I wonder um, Louis, do they feel that um, their healthcare system is more uh, equipped? Is that one of the things? I know that some of the issues in other parts of the world, they feel like the healthcare system is just not equipped to handle a peak that gets i don't spread. i don't
2: think anybody's healthcare system anywhere in the world is ready to you know is is ready to deal with that amount of um respirators and all the other things that they will need mm-hmm. um so from that point of view um i i don't think any country would say that they're ready for for what the virus could possibly um uh, require from from the people okay. um so no i don't think uk's nhs system is is in any way robust so um <laughs> you know okay. they, they're doing their best but you know underfunded and and you know we've had free medical forever and uh mm-hmm. you know we've had to pay for it out of our tax dollars not like america where you it's slightly different where you have to kind of get your insurance etc so yes um it's you know it's drained our country and a whole lot of people from europe have come and used it etc cetera, etc cetera. so mm. you know the funding and all the rest of it hasn't been great and consequently the um the ability for it to um serve everybody perfectly is not we're there but it, you know yeah. nothing's perfect in any case but they they're doing a very very good job and you know you have to give the nhs its full kudos mm. about, and the people who work there Um, but yeah, so hmm, yeah, there's so many things to say about the health and nutrition. You see, the biggest thing that I learned with health was how to work with energy of the body. Mm -hmm. So I've got a lung flow I can do, but I don't have to go to a respirator or do anything else. I've, I've got tools in my bag that I can use and different people have different things. You know, they have Bach Bach remedies and they have Mm -hmm. tissue salts and they have, um, Um, herbs. Um, geez, there's so many different modalities out there and things that people can use that this is what they use. This is what's good for them. Um, mm-hmm. But I haven't found, because I've been through most of them well to a huge degree, a large degree, because I've loved experimenting and trying all different things. Mm-hmm. Um, I still found energy to be significantly better than all of them put mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, once you start working with energy, you start having a toolbox that, you know, in the beginning, I felt I was cheating. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, this is just like not what anybody else can do. And it's like, I don't believe it. You know, it's quite amazing. It's, it's incredible how powerful it is. And the worse you are, the better and faster it works.
1: Yes.
2: Talk about that for
0: a second. Why is that true?
2: Well, I think. If you understand when you know what you really don't want, you get a much better idea what you really do want, mm-hmm. don't you? So it's it's the contrast, which is, of course, our teacher, um, uh, is it, just to a higher degree. And therefore, the ability to see the other side of the coin just gets that much better because your desire is strong to heal, to, to know what the other side is, not to be broken, but to be healthy or better or well or whatever so you can really see it but if you're just a little bit sick now and again and you got a cold now and again you got a little bit of runny nose and it goes on for weeks and months and years you can kind of live with it but if you really get bad you can hardly breathe and you <gasps> like i was with my my asthma for many years um, mm. then then you really think I, I want to be able to to not have this anymore i really want to be able to breathe normally and easily and, and 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 all the rest of it so that that's the reason i would say well
1: mm. I like that. That actually ties it with my, um, idea of struggle.
0: That's what I was thinking about when you described <laughs> that. And he wasn't, and he wasn't thinking in terms no, of the I word struggle. He wasn't. But it, but it was I the was. same, same general topic there. Yes, yeah, yeah. so I
1: was thinking that too. But, uh, yeah, very fascinating actually. I just want to str- mention- oh. Struggle
0: is usually associated with those really, really difficult situations. Right. I mean, right. Louis, I think it's fair to say when you were in the midst of dealing with that asthma, you were struggling and that struggle actually uh, no it. problem
2: with that. But I understand the difference between wanting to be healthy and breathe easily versus struggle. Sure. I understand that one side is of what you don't want. The word struggle, mm-hmm. not want to be there. And it's a certain vibration. And what I do want was a completely different vibration far away from the word struggle.
1: Actually, my objective, one of my objectives is to, um, a change the energy around the word struggle so it's not it's, it becomes an opportunity and not something that you are ugh, averse to but yeah we, we'll, we'll talk about that some more <laughs> well,
0: I think one of the things we're going to discover because uh, I'm sure we're going to talk about that quite a bit over the weeks that wow, come. Wow, four minutes left <laughs> uh, Yeah I know we fly through these every every single time uh, one of the things I think we're going to find is that a lot of this has to do with the valued. Uh, nature of the English language and has a lot less to do with what uh, Abraham calls vibrational energy. Because I think, for instance, when you start talking more about how you see struggle, I think Louis will say, well, that's, I don't see that as struggle. I see that more as focusing on what I want. And I think we're going to find that kind of thing. We
1: go back to the the English having one word to describe everything. So, but yeah.
2: Well, not necessarily, but we will discuss that next time. (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, he's, he's he's reserving his right to disagree. That's fair enough. I am. Very Uh, much so. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I love it. Which is a good thing. Um yeah, so before we, we've got uh, three minutes left, I'll, I'll do a quick promo and then I'll be asking each of you to, uh, give one last thought about, uh, what, what message you would put out to anybody who's still perhaps concerned about coronavirus. Okay. okay. But first, I just want to remind people, if you are not yet subscribers to the podcast, please become one. This is the kind of great content you get. It's different content every single day. It's today, it's science versus uh, source energy. But other days, it's, it's completely different. It, and the only thing that they all have in common is that they all touch upon the law of attraction. So become a subscriber. You get five episodes a week for free, coming right to your device. And it's so simple to do. Most of you have figured out how to do it. But for those who have not We made it really easy. Just go to the homepage of our website, loatoday.net, and at the top of the page, you'll find instructions for how to get your particular device subscribed so that all the shows come right to your device every single time we publish them. And, of course, check us out on YouTube where you can actually see us as we're doing these podcasts, as we're recording them, we live stream them to uh, YouTube, and you can watch the replays there as well, too. And uh, so just subscribe there. You can also click a little bell there and get notified whenever uh, we are live so that you can actually tune in like Josephine and others have done. Um to the live stream. So, but whatever you do, make sure you subscribe because you want to keep these shows coming every single day. And we really are serious. That's why we call this your daily dose of happy. Your daily dose of happy comes from focusing on stuff that you like, that you feel good about, that actually improves your life, as opposed to like ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the other entertainment out there. So it's it's pretty. It's a talk about the difference between knowing what you don't want and knowing what you want. What you don't want is all the rest of that entertainment. What you want is Ellaway today. It makes it just that simple. <laughs> so, okay. So, thank you very much for that. And uh, I guess Louis, I'll go to you first. What's What's the one takeaway that you want to uh, you know send a message to people who are still a little bit concerned about coronavirus and how they're going to handle it?
2: It's very simple. Forget about being concerned. Focus on what you want. Healthy, happy lifestyle. Go for it.
1: Yes. All right. Uh, you a,
2: your turn. What's next?
1: Yeah. In line with what Louis said, you know, you know, remember to, to breathe, to, <laughs> to, to love, to laugh, to have compassion and let's spread a, a different virus <laughs> mm. and one that's, that's good for everybody. And you can do that actually through social media. It doesn't need a physical medium. So well, uh, although that might be a physical medium, but you know what I mean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wouldn't that be a nice change for the use of social media? Energetic virus.
1: Uh, uh, and the there, Internet. That's it. Exactly.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's been an interesting thing because as this whole uh thing has, has cropped up, if you look in the LOA related groups, most of the conversation is about how it's going to be okay. You know, do the steps you normally do, stay away from watching news, blah, 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 blah. Almost any other channel you look at, it's all about the, the World that Ends Today details yes. at 11. I mean, literally. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Sing
2: everybody. Wash your hands. It's
0: literally two entirely different divergent messages going on. It's yes. quite fascinating.
1: And, and you and, can uh, see the response in like when we are, how we are dealing with it, you know, as opposed to some of the other, because oh. there's so much anxiety and all kinds of crazy stuff.
0: Well, I, I actually did my toe into the contrast to kind of interact with the others and almost got oh, my head no. taken off. now, <laughs> you're, now you're contaminated. <laughs> I'm contaminated. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> I would have been contaminated perhaps if I had stayed there, but no, staying there was not an option. Yes, yes, <laughs> so, yes, yes. Anyway, okay, well, this has been good. Thank you guys very much for your perspective perspectives i mean this is i can i can just see this is just going to keep evolving i love the way the show is coming together on mondays so thank you louis hope you have a great week welcome
2: thank you everybody have a great week thank you Bye
1: -bye.
0: thank you live streamers and we will see you all next time here on LOA today goodbye everybody